like that. Do it again. Again. There it is. There it is. There it is. Better frequency. Agreed. And I packed up majority of my wine glasses, but I kept this one out because it, my glass. It's a good ringer. It is. You have a piece of my hair on you. Oh no. Whoops. Guys, I'm sure you know what that's all about. <laughs> he complains that there's you'll, another You'll put one. a shirt on and all of a sudden there'll be this long hair entangled in. It'll be annoying you all day. You know what? Between what? Mickey's hair and my hair, Josh says that the bathroom floor looks like it has a shag carpet sometimes. That's ridiculous. It, but also, too, you're the one that got mad because I bought a vacuum without consulting you. That is true. This vacuum sucks. <laughs> it's no ah! pun intended. <laughs> Vacuum is terrible. <laughs> it is. So I don't know if you all are, or y'all are the same way, but I have a commercial grade vacuum. For the carpets. For the carpets that we will bring to our new house and it'll just stay upstairs. Mm -hmm. But my dad got it for us, so I'm never getting rid of it. Thing is like unbreakable. It's industrial. Indestructive. Exactly. And then we also have like another vacuum that I bought without consulting Josh and... The cord's way too short. The thing's a pile of crap. It doesn't have enough sucking power. <clears throat> but it's good for like hardwood floors and like sure. tile and stuff like that. So, which is mainly our house. Except for it's not. It, but it's not very... Sucky. Effective. Is sucky yeah it doesn't have enough oomph to like suck the things up okay. vacuum it doesn't create enough the vacuum doesn't create enough vacuum <laughs> to do its job and its job is just to suck shit you care about when you're old yeah. um no one wants to hear about our vacuum woes and okay? then also we have the handheld one which also blows yeah well <laughs> so. it sucks ah but it blows yes okay anyway so what are you drinking same as always hazel bane okay but what is it it's the toasted um version which it's got it's aged barrel aged a little longer and it definitely has more of a hickory smoked flavor to the barrels doesn't have a hint of caramel, caramel. or caramel whatever yeah you say it caramel 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 i know a lot of people that say caramel yeah well that's the fancy bougie people no i think it's just i think the east coast says caramel just like i said last night hopes and and the bartender had no idea what the hell I was talking about. Because I said it, hope's end. Hope's in. Hope's in. And he's like, what? It's the Philly in us. That's it. I can't let it go. But. And what are you drinking? A cab. A cab. I don't even know. It's one of those, like, I threw it in the grocery order because I knew I was going to run low. And I needed wine for the podcast. There so. you go. It, I have no idea. I think it's like Dark Horse or something. It's your. I, I wouldn't recommend it. Your ten dollar bottle of wine for the podcast. Like eight. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend it because it's not like a clean. So you definitely have a headache after you drink it because no. of the sulfites. No. Yeah. So just pop ibuprofen. I guess you know, weigh it that way. I don't know. Once you hit thirty, it's like a new ball game that you have to take ibuprofen so you're not in pain when you wake up. <laughs> also, it seems like every wine gives you a headache no matter what. Now I know. I should probably just stick to bourbon. Mmm. Or scotch. I'm thinking about scotch. scotch. Think about getting into a little scotch <clears throat> action there. Trying that out. Well, because we're gonna have a podcast corner, but it's gonna be a bourbon like wine corner as right. well. Right. 
We might actually start, I don't know, recording these if we set up that area real nice. It might look cute and quaint. It's going to be our YouTube corner, too. Oh, no. We're going to go viral. Oh, I doubt it, but I'll go viral for y'all that actually listen. <laughs> so, what we if like... If we get five likes on this podcast, we'll go viral. <laughs> <laughs> viral can be me meaningful to different people, like, Sweet. but... It's what you do behind closed doors that really matters. Right. What do you do when no one's watching? Yeah. And I, so I thought of this topic and we've kind of talked about it before, but I was practicing one of my classes by myself and I was like, you know, I try and go at least 200% when I'm alone doing my, like, practicing for my classes because I know that fitness instructors, listen up, if you do it at 200%, you know the wrath of what's to come and you're conditioning your body and conditioning your mind to be like, this isn't that bad. And I just thought, I'm like, okay, what do people do behind closed doors or when no one's watching? Mm -hmm. And... Who the hell is holding you accountable? Who Just holds you accountable? Myself. Exactly. Yeah. Like Josh was on the bike and he pushes himself beyond belief. And I'm so proud of him. But like the only person that's watching you is you. So if you give it 50%, that's on you. Sure. Sure. And you know you are. Yeah. Like we've all had those times where... I mean, let's just take exercise, for example, because that's the easiest easiest one that, you know, I think a lot of our listeners, we can all relate to. And again, it, it's creating those habits, creating that routine throughout your day to fit it in or to make time for it. And, you know, when it comes to a fitness lifestyle with diet and training and things like that, right, it's so hard because you're holding yourself accountable. No one else gives a shit. No one no. else could care less, right? Uh -huh. No one no one checks in with you unless you have like, you know, you hire a coach or something to see how you're eating or if you worked out that day. <clears throat> it literally comes down to you. Yeah. And I think that's what a lot of people struggle with is because they talk themselves out of something. Yes. So easily, but then they fall into this depression or they get angry at themselves because I didn't make time to pack my lunch. Now I have to go get food out today at work. Mm -hmm. Or I, you know, was just lazy and decided to hit the snooze button instead of getting up and maybe getting that workout in. Or Guilty. Or, you know, I had a rough day, so I'm going to use that as an excuse to just come <clears throat> home and sit in front of the TV and quote unquote turn your brain off instead of go take those frustrations out at the gym and better yourself physically. Oh, yes. Right? And so... It's what you do when no one is looking because let's be honest, we go through this life living it for ourselves. We don't do it to please other people and we don't do it to check other people's boxes. No one's checking in on you and you have to hold yourself accountable and do it just as hard if you were on stage of a thousand people watching you do it if you're by yourself in a bedroom getting a workout in. Mm. And like... I see this a lot. Obviously, like my on-demand and virtual classes, obviously I see who comes on to my virtual classes, but what they don't know is I actually can see who takes each on-demand class mm -hmm. and if they're lying about getting their workout in. Sure. 
And it's not to like catch anyone. It's when everything hit the fan in 2020 and we all had to be resourceful and stop making excuses of different things like to get a workout in. Oh, the gyms are shut down. Okay. We, you know, cool. we looked at that as, okay, we found out that our, our commercial gym that we use shut down. Mm-hmm. That day after we just got the email from the gym, I was on Amazon buying resistance bands. We were downloading different workouts. We <laughs> I were was like... a part of Orange Theory, so I got their like free workouts they were doing every day, right. and I was like, "Josh, let's do this." Yeah, we like automatically that day like cleared out the garage and make like an area for us to work out in because we're resourceful and we know the euphoric feeling of the endorphins being released with a workout Mm -hmm. and that's like and blessings came out of it because that's actually what started me doing a lot more cardio caring about my cardiovascular health running and cycling and because that was all that we really had to do besides doing resistance band workouts or hit style body weighted workouts i was like well i've never done this type of training before or just strapped up my shoes and went for first off i had to start out at a half mile then a mile then two (laughs) miles right but eventually i worked my way up after months of doing it but for a 230 pound guy that was a bodybuilder at one point to go start running like in a way i am so thankful that that happened because my stubborn ass would have never started to do this kind of workouts Mm -mm. right not at all and like so with all that like blessing in disguise is peak fitness but Also, too, like, it removed a lot of excuses that people would give me Mm -hmm. of, oh, it's just too far and, Mm -hmm. like, I don't have time and all of this kind of stuff. And I'm like, okay, we removed all of that and y'all still are not showing up. Why are you not holding yourself accountable? Like, I'm an accountability coach, don't get me wrong, but... You have to have some level of accountability behind closed doors. Mm -hmm. And I really, this is just my personal opinion. I really think it has to be tied to something. A bigger purpose. Because Josh's phone is going off and it's really annoying me. Sorry, I even hit it too. I know. Stupid podcast. Okay, go ahead. (laughs) But... If it's not tied to a bigger purpose other than yourself, Mm -hmm. you're never going to put in that 200%. And back to working out. How about you look at your kids and you're doing these on-demand classes or at-home workouts or you have a... What a a good influence. A Peloton or something like this that you... Or a treadmill that you hop on and ride or run on. And while you're doing it, when you... When you're hitting that wall and you want to quit, just take a look over at your kids and be like, I'm doing this for you so I can live a long, healthy life and play with you and be around for you. And just remember, like, remind yourself of that because, of course, you all want to quit. Of course, you know, even the best of us are like, F this, like, today is just not my day or, you know, it becomes a mental game at that point. Your body can easily do it. You, you have to just start that out in your head to begin with. Yeah. And when you have a bigger purpose, maybe it's a weight loss journey. Maybe it's just getting in shape. Maybe it's just, in my case. Yeah. Why do you work out? Well, first off, I'm addicted to, like you said, those endorphins, like that high that I get from working out. And I'm also finding out now that I can achieve that same type of euphoric feeling 
not just from weight training, but from going on a run or going on a bike ride. And it's actually a different type of accomplishment that floods over me and, and fulfillment because I'm like, wow, two years ago, there's no way I could have completed this workout or done that run or, yeah. or that, you know, an hour on the bike doing a hard Tabata workout or something like that. And you, you have to see those incremental gains and celebrate each one of those little wins as like, I am better than last week. I yeah. am better than a month ago. It takes time, right? It surely does. You and didn't gain weight overnight. You're not no. going to lose it I always say, overnight. What I always say, no one got fat eating one hamburger. No one got skinny eating one salad. Yep. It takes time, right? And enough people don't give themselves a long enough deadline to see a result. They want instant gratification. They want to work out once and look at themselves yeah. in the mirror and be like, yeah, look at that sexy body. It's like, no, it's going to take months of you to doing this and yeah. holding yourself accountable and again, when no one is looking, when no one's telling you to check in, are you still going to have that grit, that want, and that will to hold yourself accountable to do it? Yeah. And while you were kind of talking about that, I thought of like when you said working out and your kids are kind of watching you, I think of like why I work out <clears throat> is a little bit different. Like I... I'm the type of person, um, I quit lacrosse because I hated running and then I forced myself to join Orange Theory so that way I would run and get better at it and then everything like that. But I want to challenge myself yes. beyond belief. That's why I push myself to that 200%. Also, so that way you can be... You can strive to get up to 200%. If you can match me, like you should be teaching. But to break those generational curses that are in my family per se mm -hmm. and influence my future children mm -hmm. of like, let's, let's get active together. Your hip just pop. Yeah, getting old. Speaking of that. <laughs> But like do little things to show them that being active and healthy, like it's part of living. Mm -hmm. And like I want to break that generational curse of like not working out and like right. eating like shit and like, yeah, that whole thing. That's really why I work out is to like influence other people to be like, if I can do it, you can too. And also influence the people around me and family, friends, and stuff like that, too. Sure. And I'm going to kind of brag about you a little bit because back when you did teach <laughs> at the uh, local YMCA back in Pennsylvania. No, oh boy. Um, you did influence and inspire people that there was a couple of your students that actually did match your level. And, yes. And they went on to get certified themselves and to then also yep. become instructors. And so, like, you have... Props to them, because right. I would push them, like, sure. how many times I would come up to people after class and be like, you need to be teaching, not me. Right. Like, if I if I can do this, you can hands down do it. Right. I don't know if they're teaching now or not with everything, but thank you. You're welcome. But, like, <laughs> I mean, that that's, that's pretty remarkable that you have that type of influence over people or power over people that you brought them to something that they loved it so much that they wanted to 
re or like what's the word I'm looking for here? They wanted to be you in a sense of I enjoy this so much and I've gotten so good at it mm -hmm. that I also want to become an instructor. And then now that they're helping other people find yeah. their fitness journeys and you know wellness, I want everyone to win in life. Right. Like I don't understand like the battle of different people like i can only win bitch no like everyone needs to win around me mm -hmm. if not everyone is winning around me there's a problem like i want people to match what i'm doing and like to be honest with this whole move people are like oh that must be really nice i could never do that and i'm like why uh, yeah why and they're like oh like and they rattle <clears throat> off a bunch of different excuses and i'm like i don't have time for those excuses right you don't think we had our own excuses i was taking care of my sick father when we moved out to arizona <clears throat> right like there's there's nothing in this life if your heart is being pulled somewhere and we kind of talked about this last time but like if your heart is being pulled somewhere you need to go and do it because at the end of the day no one is actually worrying about what you're doing. They only worry about themselves. Well, sure. Sure. Right? Yeah. Okay. I'm now going that, on that, a little that, tangent. Yeah, and that's a whole nother topic. <laughs> that's a whole nother road to go down, right? But I felt passionately about it and, you know. Yeah, and you could also take this whole theory too in, and in life and, you know, especially with personal development and, you know, self-growth. And, you know, it's it's a hard journey for one to start to go down because it can be overwhelming at times and very discouraging because you start to see yourself with these flaws and, you know, it's hard to, it's hard to acknowledge with yourself, you know, areas that you need to better yourself in and those deep conversations that I always say that you have to have with yourself um, because it's constant work and... Again, it's, you know, what are you doing when no one's watching? Are you plugging into certain, you know, podcasts or, you know, motivational type videos? Are you reading? You know, are you secretly working on yourself in silence? Um, mm. Because it's oh, not, yes. it, it's not something like, are you taking <laughs> that quiet time, whether it's meditation or reflection or I prayer or whatever, or journaling, right? You know, are you taking that time for you? Mm. Are you taking what you're reading, what you're listening to, and, and trying to implement it into your daily routine to the people you interact with each Did and every day? Did you read day? my mind? Yeah. I literally was writing that down. Yeah. Wow. Just wavelengths, girl. We're on the same one. But, um... It's weird. You know, what are you doing to constantly better yourself? Because especially with self-growth and, and self-improvement, <laughs> there is no college degree for it there is no signing up and oh, i guess you could sign up for someone's seminars or classes or you know yeah but they don't give you a certification no. at the end no like oh great job here's your certification only... show other people what you did the only way you could show other people what Hoopla. you did is by actually changing who you are and bettering yourself and implementing it and actually taking action every day and changing yourself. <laughs> what about this? Okay. You can do all of the shit, listen to all the podcasts, go to all these freaking seminars, and you're doing all of this on the surface in front of other people of like, look at me, look at me. 
Mm-hmm. And then behind closed doors... You're the same piece of shit. You're an asshole. Yep. You don't want other people to win. Yep. What else did I put? And you're not implementing this in your life. Well, like, sure. Sure. I, I had a conversation with someone and they're doing all the things, like massive amounts of personal development, but... um. They, like, were still, like, very self-critical and, like, just not confident in who they were. Mm -hmm. And I was, like, thinking to myself, okay, they're doing all this shit as, like, a show. Well, again, we talked about... To show other people. We talked about on another podcast about people wearing masks. Yeah. And some people will do all these things. They'll post on social media, all these selfies... Hey, look where I'm at. Look who I'm involved with. Look at, you know, look at my new life. Yeah. But it's just one gigantic mask that they're putting on to cover the insecurities in themselves Mm. so they can put a band-aid over the actual problem instead of actually working on that problem because that's too difficult. Let's be honest. It's hard. Oh, it's very hard. Right. And so people will, will portray a certain new lifestyle or new you or whatever and maybe they'll mask that by going on a shopping spree to get new clothes or they'll they'll start you know living a certain way with maybe their lifestyle their house cars you know or they start to get some wealth or something from a business or something like that but don't judge us no but (laughs) it's it's at the end of the day if if the person's not truly changing themselves which Within a two-minute conversation with somebody, you can find out whether they're full of shit or not. Yeah. You know. Yep. It's 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 a mask. They're doing it just to make themselves to, and this can be a whole another podcast topic. I know. To boost ego well, instead of who they really are. It's for they're buying all of this materialistic things. Let me just tell you, it doesn't bring happiness. They're doing it for other people. And not themselves. Sure, they're, doing, they're trying to buy other people's acceptance yep. or to be in a new social status or whatever. Yep. You can have all of these certifications and be this person on paper, but what are you behind closed doors and, like, what are you doing right. to actually be that person? Like, if I say it, I'm going to be about it. Say about it, be about it. Right. Hands down, like, I don't, I don't have time for... fake people i don't have time for that kind of stuff like behind closed doors you better be doing the work when no one's watching because that's where your greatness comes from Mm -hmm. that's where your grit comes from your resilience like all of that behind closed doors is what you can kind of i think of it like a superhero like they have their you know, wonderful costume on in front of people Mm -hmm. and they take that off, but they're still that same person. Like Tony Stark. Okay. (laughs) He's still that same genuine person behind closed doors or what they say about him. Sure. So, like, what are you doing when no one's watching? Are you, like, I could have easily... Because no one was watching. I could have given it 50% today practicing. Mm-hmm. But that's only hurting myself. Yeah. Like, and to be honest with you, when I watched Krista practice, you know, my mindset was, why don't you just practice on the areas that you know you're struggling 
and and maybe just do those certain moves that you have to work on. No. Her mindset is, no, I'm going to do the whole effing class all the way through. And so she's out there for an hour and a half, two hours, redoing a full song, not just a little, like, 30 seconds of the song that she has to work on. Nope. She's like, it's all or nothing. She's like, I'm going to do the whole class, go all the way through, instead of just Balls doing... to the wall. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, well, props to you, girl, because my ass, I'd be doing just the areas that I need to work in, and then just kind of... Right? Well, but yeah, I mean, there was this one part, not to go on a tangent, but there's this one part where, yes, I give modifications and stuff like that, but it was all burpees. It was like a whole burpee sequence. And usually, like, I start out slow in class for people to give them modifications in the beginning. And I do level one, two, three, and then all out. I was going at all out because I knew in my mind mm -hmm. that if I can do that, mm -hmm. the whole class is going to be completely different. And I'll be able to speak <laughs> while doing right. like 50 burpees. Right. <clears throat> so. And the other thing I wanted to just quick touch on is to kind of go along with this is I challenge everybody to not only hold themselves accountable and just remember that it is all up to you like when no one is watching for you to get that workout and for you to eat those meals for you to maybe work on your business a little extra more at night because you need to because you you need to whatever grow it a little bit more or you know dive more into self-growth and read and definitely implement and put into action everything but take this mantra as well just one more because yes if, who says that ed my he does and i think it's amazing because like say if somebody gives you a trainer gives you a workout at the gym okay oh i do this all the time you know and it says do 10 set or do three sets of 12 you know for chest press okay well i'm gonna do 11 or i'm gonna do one more extra set yeah because if somebody else is just <clears throat> following that same guideline three sets of 12 so you would do 13. I would do either a 13th rep or I would do a fourth additional set of 12. Gotcha. But if somebody else is following that same exact routine, but they're not implementing that just one more theory, mm. just think about how much further you could be yes. ahead of somebody. Like if you're running, what's, what's an extra maybe 10th of a mile or one more lap on the track? Or if you're biking... What's just an extra five minutes, 10 minutes? Yep. Maybe take that time as a cool down ride, but at least it's burning additional calories after the class. Or with your business, maybe it's just staying just 15, 20 minutes later to wrap something up yep. that you would either you know procrastinate and push off to tomorrow or delegate to somebody else. But you know if you were to handle it, it's mm -hmm. going to help you mm -hmm. grow because you know, you're going to learn from it or whatever, right? So just take that idea of just one more. Mm-hmm. And, you know, not only get yourself into the routine and push yourself, but just take it one extra notch up, too. I love that. Love it, love it. All right. So, I have a question. Oh. Right. So, my question is, if you're ready. I, I am. I'm very ready. Am I taking on enough challenges? Yes. Explain. I am a sucker for a challenge. Like, in work, in my business, in my workouts, in, I don't know, moving across country <laughs> for the second time in a row. Um, but you don't grow mm. 
unless you are getting challenges thrown your way or creating new challenges for yourself yes so that way you have that opportunity to grow hands down i feel like at work i raise my hand for a lot of different things Mm -hmm. because if i have a skill set that i suck at i'm going to raise my hand for it and challenge myself so i can become better and same with all of my classes like at first i didn't want to teach hit i didn't want to teach strong whatsoever and i was like you know what screw it i'm gonna teach it because i know this challenge is going to help me grow into the person i am because i thought in my mind that i wasn't good enough or Mm -hmm. i couldn't do it so i take that as a challenge in everything that i do yeah you tell me i can't do it watch me yeah. What and I about used to, you? No, I used to be the same way. I used to fear away from challenges because I just wanted that easy go in life and I didn't I didn't ever want to stir the pot or I didn't want to make any upsets. And so I That's clear, so fun. Right. And <laughs> you know, as I learned that in every experience of mine, when there was a challenge and I was uncomfortable, yeah, it sucks shit when you go through it. Yeah. But on the other side, you go, Oh yeah, okay. There definitely was a reason why I was supposed to go through that. Or I may have failed, but Look at me now. I've gained this attribute of myself where I worked on. Right. And so absolutely. I mean, I try to create challenges, especially in my career and stuff like that. So that way I can shine. And if I succeed, I look like a hero. And if I fail, it's a lesson. So, you know, it's a win-win in my opinion. I don't look at it as a fail or a negative. Yeah. You know, so. I I agree with that. And on like... Our hashtag, too, is like, do it afraid. If Be relentless. you are afraid to do it, that's a sign that you need to try it because that's where the growth comes from. 100%. If we're all about this personal development, yep. just jump into the line of fire. Yep. Okay. All right. Sign us out of here, girl. Okay. So if you like this, love this, want some more of this, share it, like it, send it, send it over. Twist it, bop it. Spin it. <laughs> Selfie it now. Um, just post it on social. Share it with a bunch of people that you feel like this could help. We're in the business of helping you and growing together. Because as we do this, we grow with you. Mm-hmm. So sharing is caring, always. And if you want to know what's good, what's happening, go over to peakdrivenllc.com. And you can subscribe to our email list and see what is new in the world of the fishes. All right. All right. On that note, be relentless. All right, guys. See ya.